8.46 and we get into our different view this Wednesday morning. Andrew Jung of Accurist, good morning. Good morning, Alex. So I asked the question, teasing your segment before, uh-huh. is the prosecution overly politicised? Here in Korea. Can anyone escape politics one way or another, though? Well, maybe, I guess... Maybe that's a question philosophically we can ask. I mean, do you, do you ever, when you go into the workplace, remove yourself from your innermost political feelings? And and I don't think that necessarily has to be conservative versus liberal. I mm. think, you know, it can vary from issue to issue, can't it? Yes, and I think it would be very difficult to completely separate yourself from politics. And um, But it, it's a different question if you're overly... I guess, into politics rather than trying to stay away from politics. And that's, I guess, the issue bothering a lot of people here in Korea about the prosecutors. And has it become an institutional problem as well? Right. That is the question that has been floated for years. You know, these accusations go back to like the late 1940s. So this isn't anything new, but, you know, it, it resurfaces every now and then. And this has, again, you know, come back to... I guess, in a way, haunt us, to scare us, and to, I guess, remind us about these um, allegations that the Korean prosecutors here um, have ha- are, I guess, suffering from uh, dependence and a lack of independence uh, of the ruling administration. And this accusation resurfaced here again because an army general, a four-star army general, uh, has been uh, put behind bars. His name is General Pak. Park Chan-ju, and this is the army officer that was recently accused of condoning his wife's alleged uh, abuse of enlisted staff personnel attached to General Park as personal secretaries. Um, General Park's wife is accused of forcing these enlisted personnel to work as de facto house servants. So that, that of course, caused some outrage here in Korea in, in the summer. Yes, and, remember it well. And, the, and General Park's wife, again, alle- allegedly forced these personnel to wear pager watches, serve and wait tables for the general and his wife in late night booze parties, um, uh, wash General Park's son's clothing. Um, so these are just some of the um, uh, alleged um, abuses that General Park's wife uh, stands accused of. And General Park, of course, is accused of condoning all of this. And this, again, caused a lot of uproar. But, but the reason that General Park has been put behind bars is not for these, I guess, condoning uh, these alleged abuses by his wife, but rather for uh, alleged graft charges um, uh, that appear to be, I guess, unrelated to these initial um, accusations put against the general. I mean, my initial thought is this is more about personal ethics rather than politics. Mm. We can get into how this has become politicized, though, in a moment. Why suddenly the graft charges? Right. This is where, again, uh, General Park's arrest gets a little bit controversial and the allegations against him gets a little bit fuzzy. And one, on the one hand, you have sympathizers of General Park saying that the graft charges are likely politically motivated, while you have those saying Park deserves what he got. He, regardless of what the legal motivations behind uh, Park's arrest is, you know, he deserves uh, to be put behind bars for allegedly abu- or allowing yeah. his wife to allegedly abuse uh, these uh, personal secretaries. But, you know, again, e- even if some people might justify that legally, we can't allow that to hold up, can we? You don't deserve to go to prison for one crime but actually be sentenced for another. Right. Two wrongs don't make a right. And mm. this is one of the arguments that uh, we'll be discussing in a few moments. But how, you know, how come... General Park's arrest is politically motivated is is one of the other questions that has been floated out there. How can you interpret this as a politically motivated arrest? And to answer that question, I'm going to turn to a Chosun Nibbo opinion piece uh, written by one of the newspaper's editorial writers who argued that General Park's wife allegedly did 
become a prime interest topic of the Moon Jae-in administration. And this is because, uh, according again to the Chosun Nilbo, uh, General Park's wife allegedly again forced these uh, enlisted secretaries to work as de facto house servants. Uh, this uh, caused public uproar. Uh, this came to the attention of President Moon Jae-in, who, who, th- who at the time asked cabinet members to devise a plan to prevent similar abuses in the military. And, you know, this single sentence or single paragraph or whatever or how much time uh, the president devoted in this cabinet meeting, uh, this resulted in, in an immense attention, uh, again, this is according to the Joseon Nibu, uh, on General Park and his wife uh, from uh, the Moon Jae-in administration's uh, key officials. And the Joseon Nibu opinion piece published, this was published early Saturday last week, uh, argued that uh, what Park's wife allegedly did is worthy of criticism, but again, this the military prosecutors who threw these graft charges against General Park are continuing a decades-old tradition of prosecutors bowing to the wishes of the ruling administration, and of course, in this case, uh, the Moon administration. Uh, The chosen opinion piece argues that military prosecutors were initially unable to formally charge the general with criminal deeds, and uh, these prosecutors, according to the chosen opinion again, were under pressure to somehow produce results that would toe the line of the administration. So hence the argument that these graft charges and this arrest and this whole prosecutorial, uh, I guess, uh, attack on the general is somewhat uh, politically motivated. Um, uh, the Chosun piece goes on to say that the victims of politicized prosecutorial probes come across the political spectrum, mentioning again uh, the suicide of the late Mr. Song Wan-jung, who of course uh, is the businessman turned politician who committed suicide in 2015 after uh, being allegedly blacklisted at the time by the, uh, the Park Geun-hye administration and uh, being listed as a political liability and being charged with graft charges, yeah. with, which Mr. Song at the time, of course, very vehemently uh, disputed and called politically motivated. Well, so. and, and that was um, a scandal that had huge repercussions and, and was only put to one side, really, by the subsequent scandal that led to the impeachment of uh, ex-President Park. Right. But coming back to the question you asked before, do two wrongs make a right? I, I, we're not asking that question purely on a on a moral basis. We're asking no. it. We have to ask it on a legal basis right. if we want society to tick. The seriously, and um, I want to refer to uh, comments by Mr. Im Tae-hoon. He is the head of. Uh, the the NGO that first initially reported these accusations, and this NGO is, of course, called the Military Human Rights Korea, uh, um, and this organization is is uh, is self-funded, uh, according to Mr. Im. And uh, Mr. Im argued that the strict enforcement of criminal and ethical rules against senior officers in the military would incentivize uh, better behavior across uh, and down the military chain of command. And Im made the comments during a TV interview with TBS's uh, Korean service in August uh, when this public uproar about the general's uh, alleged uh, deeds was very heated. And enforcing rules is important. Um, this isn't by Mr. Im, but I, I think that uh, propelling investigations on alleged violations to cater to the public and political demands appear to be controversial. And this is exactly what, I guess, uh, the, the liberal uh, governing party, when it was the opposition just a few months ago, uh, were vehemently protesting. And this, that's what the government is, um, I guess, trying to prosecute uh, now that it is in power, uh, in, which, of course, refers to the alleged uh, abuses of power in the Lee Myung-bak and the Park Geun-hye administrations. Uh, uh, during the time in which a lot of politically motivated prosecutorial probes occurred, according right. to some uh, liberal uh, 
politicians. But this, again, brings us to the question, is depoliticizing uh, prosecutorial investigations, you know, is that even possible? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you that, because <laughs> it kind of brings us full circle. Right. And um, depoliticizing prosecutors is exactly what the Moon Jae-in administration is trying to do. And one of the ways it is trying to do this is by creating the Gongsu which is a investigative bureau, uh, bureau that can be roughly translated as, as the Public Official Investigation Bureau. And this would be a law enforcement body that President Moon hopes uh, will be independent and a competitor to the current uh, state prosecution to, I guess, you know, uh, dilute the, the prosecutorial powers that is centered in the state prosecution at the, at, uh, at the moment. And uh, the Moon administration's touted goal is to create an investigation bureau that would be able to function as a check and balance to the allegedly all-powerful uh, state prosecution. Will this work? Um, history shows that this has never worked, at least in Korea. Um, but hopefully uh, we'll see different things uh, down the road. Andrew, thank you very much. Thank you, Alex. Andrew Jong with our different view this morning.